Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. In Nicomachean Ethics Book 6, Aristotle will discuss several qualities of mind besides the intellectual virtues that are important for attaining truth, particularly in practical matters. That is, attaining the end that we need. These are, you might say, adjuncts to the virtue of prudence. And as we can see, they they all sort of fit into it in different ways. We've already done one video specifically on excellence and deliberation, there's two others that we need to talk about, understanding or synesis and consideration or gnome. These also play important roles, and Aristotle derives a very interesting conclusion in thinking about all of these. So let's look first at understanding. He uses two words here, and he says, you can call it synesis. When people talk about eusynesia, that's the same thing. Good understanding literally is eusynesia. Synesis is just understanding. Understanding by itself is a good thing. And he specifies not only that is it not the same thing as knowledge or opinion, but it's also not the same thing as prudence. Why not? Well, prudence in a person, as he says, issues commands. It tells you what is to be done or what is not to be done, you know, to do something other than that or not to do that particular thing in a given situation. And it's very important for figuring out context and the particulars that one is working with because, you know, in virtue ethics, there aren't hard and fast rules that apply everywhere to everything. We need prudence to help us figure that sort of stuff out. Understanding is very similar to prudence, but as he says, it makes judgments. It's kritike. This is the word that we get critic from. Krites means judge, so kritike means like a judge. And what does it actually make judgments about? It doesn't make judgments in the same way that prudence itself issues commands, It does so specifically in relation to what other people who are quite often giving us moral guidance or leading us into various temptations, telling us what we ought to do, what other people say about matters that prudence bears upon. So you see that it has to do with the same range of things as prudence, but it's approaching it from a different manner. The prudential person is considering, okay, what is actually good for me or what is good for this other person that I might want to give some advice to? The person of understanding is able to take in what hopefully the prudent person is saying, perhaps not prudent, and judge it. Perhaps the person actually says, yeah, I'm not going to listen to that advice because that person has screwed their life up or they don't seem to know what they're actually talking about. That would, in fact, be understanding in the sense that Aristotle is discussing here. Another very important quality is consideration or gnome. Gnome can mean several different things in in Greek. It's used in the rhetoric to talk about maxims, which are sayings that people, sort of like one-liners, like a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. That's an example of a gnome. And consideration, as Aristotle talks about it in the Nicomachean Ethics, 
doesn't have to do with sort of every sort of thing. It has to do with what he calls the equitable. And it has to do with, we can call it forgiveness if we want, but it's a little bit more restricted than that. It, you might think of it as overlooking or letting something slide. Aristotle, in fact, thinks that there are quite a few things that you should not forgive or allow to let slide, so it's not a, you know tolerating everything. But he thinks that it's important to allow oneself to give people benefit of the doubt when it's actually appropriate. And what tells you when it's appropriate is consideration or gnome. He goes on and he says it's not just a matter of being considerate to everybody. He says, this is indicated by saying the equitable man is considered, is especially considered for others, that is forgiving, and that it's equitable to show consideration for others in certain cases. But consideration for others is that consideration which judges rightly what is equitable. Judging rightly meaning judging what is truly equitable, not what somebody just happens to make a case for or what appears to be equitable, but what is genuinely equitable in that context, in that situation, where the rules get to be bent and where one ought to enforce them. Now, talking about these sorts of other key qualities, Aristotle, a little bit later in the Nicomachean Ethics, is going to say that, you know, this is why we think that these are natural gifts quite often, and we use them kind of synonymously with each other. This is also why, he says, the unproved assertions and opinions, the things that people say and opine, you know, pronounce forth, of experienced and older, elderly, or of prudent people, not everybody, just those three classes, experienced, older, and prudent. This is why we think that those are just as much deserving of attention as those which they support by proof. The word there for proof is apodexis, and when I translated that here as is not rigorously demonstrated. So, you know, when somebody who actually has quite a lot of experience in an area, somebody who we call an expert, by the way, the word expert comes from the word for experience. That's why we have, you know, similar expert experience, right? The experti in Latin. The person who has put in the time to have the amount of experience can tell you things about, hey, you shouldn't do that. And they don't have to give you a whole rigorous demonstration in order for it to be right to listen to them and in order for them to be correct about that. They may, in fact, be wrong, but odds are they're probably more onto what is right than the average person is. Older people, Aristotle tends to think that older people hopefully have gathered more experience and have done some more reflection. Of course, you wouldn't want to listen to one who you think is imprudent. Like, you know, what we talked about here. If your understanding tells you this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, don't pay attention to him. Or if they've managed to you know, totally screw up their life, unless they're talking about how bad it is to screw up a life, maybe they're not a participant in the conversation anymore. Prudent people. Prudent people are also ones who we want to listen to. So all of these kind of work in together in making prudence do its full work. They make it more flexible. They allow us to take in the, the views of other people where they're relevant, where they can conduce to our own good or the good of others who we, we need to advise. And ideally, they, they all function in harmony with each other within the person's soul or personality or mind. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. 
You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com slash Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works. <laughs>